0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Unlimited Talk, I'm Caleb May, thank you so much for tuning in. This is part three of a four part series with my brother Shamari Jordan. If you haven't heard the first two parts, I strongly suggest you listen to those before hopping into this, but without further ado, we now take you back to the convo in progress. All right, so, so we're coming through uh, freshman year, and, and tell me what you're feeling. You're probably now, what are you now, like 13, 14? I was 13 when I started high school. Right, and then you turned 14 during the year? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so, so halfway through, you turned 14 about, because your birthday is December. So, um, being the only person that you knew at least for the moment mm-hmm. from your middle school, tell me about what it was like being in a new situation. This is obviously an accelerated program, so there's a lot more there's a lot more uh I would imagine a lot more content to get through in a certain amount of time and just the way the classes are set up and whatnot. You obviously have trimesters instead of like regular terms, mm-hmm. like everybody else did, uh, or quarters, like some people do. Um mm-hmm. tell me or just talk about in general. Talk about when you got there, you obviously had this work ethic that your mom had and still you saw it, you said that you recognize it in her. So tell me what it's like taking this work ethic into this environment that's completely foreign to you at at least at first, mm-hmm. and how are you navigating through there without the same friends that you had, the same friend group that you had, and even more importantly, where is God in all that? Where who do you turn to when you're struggling uh, mentally, emotionally? Because these are all emotions that these are things that everybody goes through. It's not like it's right. just closed off to one person. Like these are things that everybody struggles with. All right.
1: Well. God let me start there God wasn't the center of my life at all in high school um like I started as I told you I was going I I went back to BT um and went back to BT in late 2009 by April of 2010 I was in BTYM So this is before I even got to high school. I started BTYM. My mom got me involved in this youth ministry that I didn't want to be a part of. Like literally one Friday during spring break, I was chilling at home. My mom said, get dressed. I'm like, where are we going? Didn't tell me where we were going. And I wind up in BTYM, the, the youth ministry. And I was upset because it was a Friday and I'm at church. I didn't want to... I thought I didn't have to do that after the age of 13. Who does that? Goes to church? Uh, right. Like, in the middle of the week? So, <laughs> um, it didn't really play a pivotal part in my high school career. I was just still coasting. Like, who did I turn to? Man, it was a small school. Like... Being honest, it was a sausage fest. It was more guys and girls. Oof. So tough. Like, and it was a constant joke about it. Like, I started high school once again. um, The only person that I knew went to junior high school with me. We were cool, but he wasn't like as he wasn't like in my core. He wasn't like the group of friends that I had. He wasn't one of those people. He was known, but he wasn't one of those people. Right. Um but yeah, I I personally feel like because it was such a small school, everyone is trying to make a name for themselves. And slowly but surely you start to see who is the jock, who's the popular one, who's the um the cool one, who's not popular but he's not like someone that gets clowned on. You know, he or or she. Right. Um and I didn't feel like I need to make a name for myself there, but I just felt like I belong to a specific group and at first it's crazy cuz in high school I had two spe- I had two different groups that I belonged to and I wound up ditching the first one. So the first one that I had consisted of the friend that I had from junior high school, the friend that I had from elementary school and like the the guys um the friends that we started to um know along the way, um one of them being a girl who eventually becomes my girlfriend later that that school year freshman Um, year yeah Mm -hmm. um that was freshman year huh that was freshman year wow
0: god that seems so long ago now jeez
1: um and that was one group excuse me that was one group um they were, were really just jovial everything was like a joke to us and they were weed smokers i wasn't like i right. i i didn't I didn't get myself caught up in that at all and then I had a second group um where it was just uh I don't wanna make it a racial thing, but it was just like black guys the, the they would we were like the smarter guys in the school, but we weren't totally nerds right so it was th- it was four of us at first and then it became five and then it became six. But, um, as I said before, I ditched that first group because I felt like they, they were, they, they were, we were all jerks towards each other. But I felt like they were being like, like more of a jerk towards me. So I was like, what? yeah, I, I really don't remember. I think it was something that they were saying or doing that was just like. Yeah, I can't, I can't deal with you guys.
0: You know what's crazy about what you're saying? So for all extensive purposes, it's hard to make a friend at this point because everybody's kind of putting up a performance. Mm-hmm. And because they're performing, how could you get to know the real person? Mm-hmm. And so because of that, because you're not meeting anybody for real, how can you trust somebody for real mm-hmm. as a friend? So um, going into your second year now, mm-hmm. Um, You said you had had this girlfriend. How is that affecting you? And how are your friend influences or maybe not friend influences? Maybe we can we should call them acquaintances because they're not like friend friends. Mm -hmm. They're just kind of like people, you know, you know, people that you just kind of like hang with at this point. And you know, you're in a youth so there's so many things going so on. So like, like you're in this youth ministry that you don't want to be in. You have this girlfriend which is kinda of like, eh. You have friends, but they're not really friends. They just people that you associate with in uh, school.
1: So you wanna break down one at a time. Let's start with let's let's start with BTYM. Sure. So
0: and then on top of that, where is God at this point in your life talking to you? So go ahead.
1: Alright, so BTYM. As I said before, I went um I started B T Y M in April of twenty ten and I didn't really talk to no one. Like I felt like going into BTYM I I'm seeing people my age, I'm seeing different faces and I'm like, Oh, this is a youth group, uh these these they got it all together. You know they're they're you know they're here for a reason they they love it here i seen like they're like super friendly and and stuff like that and here i am just afraid to open my mouth because i had a sailor mouth when i was in um high school like i spoke recklessly in high school so i for liter- literally like within that first year i barely spoke to anyone right i only spoke to youth leaders um yeah, I, I I started to meet other youth, but I just I was literally just an in and out type person. I didn't want to speak to anyone. Right, um, and was
0: that because you were afraid of what you would say, or was it just kind of
1: like you just afraid not associate? With them? Literally afraid to be judged, and I didn't want to be judged. Mm. I I'm, I'm not I, as much as I know more about judgment now. Um, being a Christian, which will. Get to how I actually got to where I am now, um, being secure in my faith. Um, yeah, I just didn't want to talk to anyone. Do you think looking back that was an irrational fear? No. Okay. I I literally just didn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once again, fear of judgment. Not um, I, I. I didn't want people to like pry on my business and you know tell me what they think I should do for my life and whatever the case is. Do you think that hurt you in the long run? No. Nah. Because you just...
0: It was just where you were at at that point in right. your life.
1: Right. That's that's exactly what it was. Right. And so, um, now being this, this kid that's in high school and then goes to youth ministry, um, youth meetings on Friday nights, I, I was I was one of those youth that went into B two I M, but nothing permeated my my soul, nothing penetrated my heart. Mm-hmm. Like I I would go in like when they when they were standing and sing, I just stood there, like bold faced whatever didn't didn't engage myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I went to high school, I was extremely talkative. I said anything that came to my mind. I was just, I, as I said, I had a really reckless mouth. Um, I was in this relationship that is going to sound sad, but I didn't really want to be in that relationship with her. I was only with her because she had an interest towards me, and I felt sorry for her. And it it as I was, as I'm saying it now, me being twenty three. I've been, that's always been my story. Um, and I don't say it to be like boastful, but I say it with like sorrow in my heart because that's never how you should treat someone, ever. Yeah. Like if someone likes you, man up, if you're, if you're a man, man up. If you, you speak up, if you want that person, be with that person. If you don't want that person, say you don't feel the same way about them. And that's that. Yeah. So, so yeah, like I was, I was literally, I was foolishly saying to her that, you know, I I love her and stuff like that. And it wasn't true. It wasn't, It, it definitely wasn't. Yeah. So, um, I was, so now my second year, Of high school. My grades skyrocket. You know, I start off first semester first trimester 90. Second trimester 92. Third trimester. I think I dropped down to like an eighty-eight or eighty-seven. So I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing my I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm taking on like extracurricular activities like robotics and stuff like that. But I feel like that was the the year that things between like things at home started getting crazy. You know, um arguments <laughs> with with my mom about my own my, um, girlfriend in high school and stuff like that. Like it was looking back at it, it was like it was all of that was pointless. You know, all of that wasn't wasn't it it it, it did nothing for me. You know and you know, my work ethic stayed the same. Um, I felt like I need to do what I needed to do. And yo, not for nothing. It's it's funny I remember this. Academically my girlfriend was not supportive. And that's crazy. And how and the only reason why I'm saying that is because if I got hired in her on a specific grade, playfully she would curse me out. And I'm just like he put the playfully in quotation marks, y'all. So <laughs> it's crazy because it's like I remember one time I got hired in her in Regent. She was like, "Oh, f you and stuff like." I was like, "Oh, dude, what? the... What? What's wrong with you?" For what? <laughs> like I remember I I I got like um my boy and I this this is literally still my second year. My boy and I, um I know ne- I, I can never forget this dude. Man, he was he was hilarious. Like this dude was just a a uh, um, a clown bro But he got his work done You know so we, I remember we took the US history regions together Um, He got I think he got like a, a I think he got higher than me He got like a 99 I got a 97 I was like yo that's dope I think she got like a 92 And she was tight And I'm just like So like, you kind of see like You can't.
0: You can't. We just can't even support each other. (laughs) Right. So it's like I see my boy beating a regents that so many high school students
1: in New York City struggle with. I see my boy. He get a ninety nine. I'm just like yo. Like actually no. I think I got higher than him. I had a ninety seven. I think I had the highest one. He had a ninety six. And he was he was like he was congratulating me. You know, this was like he wasn't like a close friend, but he was one of the dopest dudes I ever met. Right. Um, I I have I'm standing on top highest grade. I'm not even boastful about it. I'm like, shoot, I got me a ninety-seven. But once again, I'm not boastful about it. Saying like, oh, someone got less than me, and I'm like, oh, yo, oh, that's yo, why I got suck. ninety-seven, yo. Yeah. You trash, bro. That's <laughs> why you need to be, yo. You got you got bro. what? You got ninety. You got ninety-six point nine, yo. You that yo, is you so buns, bro. toxic, bro. But bro. there's no reason. Yo, for that, If
0: there's though. any high schoolers listening to this and you're like that, stop. Like,
1: there's no... Dude, there's, there's, no honesty, there's no reason. There's no because reason because what is your grade going to do for that person?
0: Nothing. 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 Absolutely nothing. So... Five years from now, you're
1: not even going to remember what you learned in that I'm class, probably. So, <laughs> like, yeah, we we all have work ethics. Like, I look, there were times where my group of friends, like the other guys that I was saying, telling you about, the one that grew over time. Like, we... Like academically, we were just like all rooting for each other. Yeah. You know? And because we were like, nah, like we we had goals. We knew what we wanted to do, so we was just gonna go out and do it. You know? And right. um so it 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 was like we had a once again, we had our separate goals, but we were just like, nah, we gotta pass, we gotta do this, we gotta do that. So yeah, and in in my in my second year, it was like the work ethic had to stay the same but i started to realize like who was in my corner like obviously i still had to do my own thing but then you kind of see like and i'm saying you generally but you see like where um where people are in your life you know where okay I have my my girlfriend. That's you know playfully you know upset playf- playfully jealous because I got higher than her. There's no competition. Why are you you should be ha- you sh- I, I, I I want you to be happy, for me. But it's like deep down you're not. Yeah, my grade don't don't. It, there's no effect correlation. Right. If I got a 97 on U.S. history exam, that's because I... And it's not even like she did bad either. Right. Yeah. You passed. Like, yeah, you yeah, got yeah. in the 90s. You probably, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, how many kids was in that school? It was probably, like... Bro, when I Struggled. tell you that the school was small, like, we we literally only had one floor. So, what are, what are you upset about? You you have better grades than me overall. But you get your work done. She was, like, a an, an 90-something student. Like, she was, like, an A-plus student. I was an A minus B plus student. I'm not mad at you because you get higher than me. The heck, why am I mad? Right. Like, and the crazy thing about it is that even my mom tried to pit that against me, because you know, because it was such a small school. As I said, I'm talking about elementary and junior high. My mom had a relationship with the teachers. And the teachers knew that we were my girlfriend and I were together, obviously. And they thought that she was being a distraction towards me, to to even to a point where, um, I felt like she was conspiring with the teachers to like not have us in like the same after school program. And I'm like, that's a stretch. So,
0: I want to add one thing before you go on because Mm -hmm. I think it's really important. Um, I think there's two types of competitive people in the world. There's a competitiveness that's based off of being the best you can be. Mm -hmm. And there's a competitiveness that's based off of being better than others. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: One of those is really toxic. You know what I'm saying? Like... If you're basing your competitive nature off of this person got a higher grade than me, you'll fizzle out and burn out every single time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Especially in a situation where there's no contest, like that, like like grades mm-hmm. or like a project or whatever. I did more work on this project than X and Y person did. Versus, I want to do this project because it's I'm giving my very best. Mm-hmm. God called me to this moment to give my very best, and that's exactly what I'm going to do 100% mm-hmm. the whole way. And I think, on top of that, um, looking at others, not only will you burn out, mm-hmm. you'll burn out so fast, but also you're now basing your value. Off other people again. Yep. And somehow, and, and then and then what now? So somehow that makes you more valuable <laughs> than them? Because you got a higher grade than them? Because you have nicer clothes than them. Because they make more money or you make more money than them. Somehow that makes you more valuable as a human being. And it's so crazy because I it it's hard to see. It's hard to see anything clearly. Yep. How can you see your future clearly when you can't even focus enough to neglect the person to the left and to the right of you? How are you going to know where you're going in life? It's like a chunk Because of appearances? Because you want to look better to your friends? You wanna
1: because you want to make that go
0: up? Because you want. Yo, that is crazy. Yeah, it's insane, There's bro. no sacred. Nothing sacred at that point, even your own life, nothing is sacred at that point because you're living it to be better Mm -hmm. than a person you're competing against that in the scope of your life for all extensive purposes does not exist. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, that person has absolutely no bearing, zero bearing on what happens, you know? All right, everybody, that's going to wrap it up for part three of this four part series with my brother Shamari Jordan. I hope you guys are getting as blessed and encouraged from this convo as I was. And I still am even looking back, just re-listening to it and editing and all that. Man, I think one thing there were so many different lessons to take from this thing. But I think one thing that really stood out to me was just like how. No matter what, wherever show was in his life, he was never 100% alone. You know, even though none of those people were perfect and none of us are perfect ever, God still put people in his life to be around him and take care of him and protect him. Uh, Whether it was his mom, his girlfriend, his friends, the youth leaders, his teachers, no matter what, somebody was always looking out for him. And I think that's just like God. And... God never leaves us on our own. He always provides where we're lacking, you know? And I just want to say to you that the same is true for you. You're no different from us. I mean, it may not look like what you want it to look like, but God will never leave you without what you need to get to that next level. And I think that's something that's so important, especially when you live in as crazy of a year as 2020. Man, I mean, nothing can ring more true. You need that in your life. So I just want you to know that you're never alone. And I also want to say that if for some reason you are feeling alone, no matter what, whether it's just the loneliness, everything is getting to your mind, maybe these podcasts are making you reconsider a few things in life or whatever the case is if you have any comments questions i just want to let you know that the unlimited talk email is open it is c-a-m-u-n-l-t-d at gmail.com that is the official unlimited email that i check and respond to and work out of so if you have any questions comments whatever you want to say if you just need somebody to talk to man i am available on that and i promise you i promise that i will get back to every single email that i get i will say now disclaimer i will say there's only 24 hours in a day i can't be on it 24 7 now but i can promise you that I will get to it and answer it eventually. So if you're going through anything, you will just want to talk, whatever the case is, just hit me up on there. That is once again, Cam Unlimited, C-A-M-U-N-L-T-D at gmail.com. Other than that, I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your day. Love you so much. Thank you so much for listening and sharing and all the support. It really does mean the world to me. So thank you so much and keep your mind on the things above. All right.